I'm Leslie. And I'm Michelle, and this is Two Covers. One book. So have you been reading anything good lately? Uh, yeah, I actually did a readathon yesterday. Ooh. It was a really good one. I literally only read horror books, <laughs> but I enjoyed myself. But other than the readathon, I'm really only, like currently, I'm listening to an audiobook called Less. It's okay. It's not my favorite, but it's not awful. I don't think I would enjoy reading the actual book, like sitting down and reading it, but listening to the audiobook's not that bad. It's basically like an eat, pray, love type book. But yeah, are you reading anything right now? So I'm reading Verity with my book club by Colleen Hoover. It was, we're only like uh, 60-ish pages into it, but it's not what I expected at all. No. Every other book that she has written, I'm pretty sure is like a drama romance. This one was... This one's more my speed. And I read it and I read it in a day. I listened to the audiobook while I was at work, freaking mm-hmm. out while I was at work. Mm-hmm. When you, you have got to let me know what you guys think. Oh, I will. We set it at like around 60 pages, wherever the next chapter ended is what we were reading to. Mm-hmm. And because, well, mainly because we thought we had been trying to pressure ourselves into reading too much by setting like pages of 100 or so. This book was not the book to do that for. I was very disappointed when I had to stop. It, oh, oh, it's a lot, but I love it. I love it so far. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> I'm also, well, I'm not reading. I read a book Friday night, literally went to Barnes and Noble after work to pick up one specific book browsed around and saw this one laying on the rom-com table because I'm like I haven't read any rom-coms lately I just want to see what they got saw one it was called Mr. Wrong Number by Lynn Painter and it's about this girl gets a random text message from an unknown number and it's this guy that's texting supposedly somebody he wanted to hook up with and like the text says so what are you wearing and she just takes it and rolls with it, you know, jokingly. It was so good. I started reading it that night, finished it in three hours. Wow. And I was like so impressed by this book that I looked the author up on Instagram and sent her a message saying, oh my gosh, this book was amazing. Your writing is great. Can't wait to read more about you. And she messaged me back. She's just like, thank you so much. I love this. And I'm just like, <laughs> my author actually messaged me. Granted, I mean, she only had like 4,000 and some followers on Instagram, so she wasn't like huge, huge author, but still, she messaged me back, and I'm just like, ah, I love that so much. I had an author message me one time, I remember telling you about it on Goodreads. Mm -hmm. It's a a very exciting thing. It is. So, that's what I've been reading. So, you ready to get into the book? Sure. Do you have a rating? I have a tentative rating so far. I feel like it will get higher as the book progresses, but I'm just kind of playing it safe for now. Would you like to guess mine first? Sure. I'm going to put you whole or half star. I did a quarter this time. Oh, a quarter. Yes. Mm. 3.75. No, I went with 2.75. Really? The beginning was just so slow for me. Okay, fair. 
I did have a hard time getting into the beginning. Yes. I'm glad I stuck it out, but the beginning was just <laughs> awful for me. Yeah. Okay. Did you do whole, half, quarter? Half. Mm, 3.5? Yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> I'm playing it kind of safe right now. I have a feeling it'll get higher because the story has really gotten interesting. Yes. The story has gotten really interesting. I do think mine's going to get higher. It was a two. So it's bumped up to almost a whole star to Mm -hmm. the next hole. I don't, I don't know. The first like four or five chapters were just so slow for me. And then, Mm -hmm. so originally it's Avery. And in the second chapter, the heading I'm pretty sure says may and the third back to Avery. And in Mm -hmm. the fourth, it says real. And I think that's how you say her name. And it's not that I wasn't paying attention, but I read it. I mean, it took me a few different tries to get to the fourth chapter. And I was so confused. I was like, Uh who, 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 who is who? that's, That's been me. And I thought, I'm glad I'm not the only one that thought the beginning was slow. I just thought it was because I was trying to read it while I was around my family time I'd start reading somebody be asking me something or talking to me and I'm just like okay answer this question and then they like they would see me reading and they're like so what are you reading I'm like it's a book about an orphanage that kidnaps people (laughs) oh okay (laughs) I didn't really get more questions about the book after that yeah that's what I've told everyone everyone's asked what are you reading I'm like oh before we were yours by Lisa Wingate I've never heard of that it's about an orphanage that sells children illegally or I guess well okay here's say it's illegal but it's also not illegal because they are signing their rights away but they are being coerced into it so if you look at it from like the law's perspective if you look at the paperwork technically technically it is illegal because you can't yeah they have their case they have their cases pretty no they have their bases pretty well covered i found out yes, that it's based on a true story so. i don't know how true it is i haven't read any articles because i don't want to in case i don't want to spoil anything which it being based on a true story makes it does the book better but it, also yes so much worse. To both of those. like i love a good true story but at the same time this one is just so twisted and oh my wrong. god there's so many things that have happened but also it just, it speeds up so fast and then all this stuff is happening and I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> like mm-hmm. what on earth? It's very predictable. Like it was easy. I don't, I mean, it hasn't something been revealed. And so I could be wrong, but I mean, to me, it's reading much like Avery's grandma is the lost baby of Queenie or I don't know if she's lost I don't know what's happened to Queenie she could be dead she could be not I'm not 100% sure what else happened there but that's what I'm assuming I know that she has siblings I'm low-key wondering though if Avery's grandma isn't Fern which one was Fern there's so many names Fern's I know Fern's the one that always clung to um real See, it's got it's confusing because they all have three names. I all, I, know. I don't know which sibling her grandma is, which, but I know she has to be one. She's definitely one. Oh, of them. she's definitely one of them. Well, see, I was thinking about the bracelet because the orphanage. I don't think it let them keep anything. Could have. I could be wrong. But 
Avery's grandma had the bracelet. So I figured Queenie would have had to have given it to her. But that's fair. She could, you know, the orphanage, it's not, it doesn't, and they didn't have to take it away. I don't think I read a scene where they took everything away, but. But also they haven't mentioned having a bracelet or anything. So you might be right on that account as her grandma is the lost twin because in that part where um is it Trent yes gave over the envelope with the papers it was for the boy baby that was born so it could have been her twin sibling that the papers were about I don't know I mean I'm pretty sure I know but I don't know for sure it would make more sense if the baby was the one that ended up with the bracelet, because it would seem more like um, if Queenie had it on her and they took the baby straight from the hospital and adopted it out. Yeah. She would send that along with it. So, yeah, that makes the most sense. So sad. Yes. Like this whole, this whole ordeal is just horrible. So it starts, Avery has just come back home to see her dad who is sick. He has cancer. Yeah. Uh, Colon cancer. Colon cancer. I can't remember which kind of cancer. Yeah, it's colon. And he's a senator. Mm -hmm. So she's at home already with so much on her plate. And then she runs into and he's basically grooming her to take his place which is super stressful yes so that just adds even more she's engaged to this guy who basically has separate schedules from her mm-hmm. I don't think that's gonna last oh I don't think so either the attention that has been put on her attraction to Trent even if she doesn't end up with Trent it seems like it's kind of going that way a little bit but see at first I thought that he was going to be like Trent's grandfather was going to be a sibling Mm -hmm. but now I'm thinking it's the other little boy that they picked up at the same time as they did the five siblings remember the boy and his sister Mm -hmm. then his sister gets adopted out you think his grandpa's the little boy Uh uh-huh oh see I figured he had to have had some connection Mm-hmm. Um, but I could, I did, I forgot about the little boy. Yeah. That makes sense. That's my guess. That makes sense. Because I don't, I don't think there would be, I mean, I know this is somewhat real, somewhat fictional and all that, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like they would put that much emphasis on oh. her attraction to this guy if they ended up being related later on. Yeah. I really don't think this is a flowers in the attic situation where they got, but I'm glad I don't, I don't like that. Mm -mm. Writing wise, I am very mixed on the book. Yeah. I enjoy the back and forth with the years so we can see Mm -hmm. what's happening while she's figuring out what the connection is to this lady. Yeah. I love the back and forth between the present day and the then. Yeah, I um, always really enjoy when books do that, as long as it's very distinct. Like, if they hadn't put the names, the beginning was a little confusing. 
but now I'm up to speed. Yeah, see, that's what's getting me is the names. Yeah. Like going back and forth. And I know that like either the adoption agency or the ones that adopted them changed their names. So it makes sense that, you know, the past is in their legal name and the present is in the name, new name they were given. However, it's making it really confusing <laughs> to try and keep track of who's talking. Especially because sometimes like if, if the people at the adoption center are talking, they'll call them by their new name. So you have in like the same paragraph, two different names Yeah, for the same person. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. Maybe I think the, my main issue is that she switched the chapter headings. Like it was May and then it turned into real. Well, May was present day. Oh, okay. Okay. And I was flipping through and the one thing it triggered a memory. The one reason why I thought that Avery's grandma might be Fern Mm -hmm. was because when she saw the picture of Queenie and Bryony. Yeah, Bryony. She automatically picked out Queenie. And if she was an infant, you know, literally just born, she probably wouldn't have recognized her. Because I doubt whoever adopted her would have, you know, taught her about her family. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. So she's going to be one of the four siblings that has the gold hair. Yes, so it's definitely not Camilla. No, definitely not Camilla. And it's definitely not real. I need to know what happens to Camilla. That whole situation just breaks my heart. First off, she doesn't look like her siblings. She inherited her father's features, you know, the dark hair and all that. So there is that. I'm not... Where does this take place? Does it say it's in South Carolina, right? Okay, so present day is in South Carolina. Past times, I'm not really sure of Tennessee. It all takes place in Tennessee. Okay, because I couldn't remember. I knew the children's home was in Tennessee. I just didn't remember if that's where they call The prologues in Maryland. Isn't that where she was originally from, though? Or not originally from, but that's where she lived before she moved down to take care of her father? I don't know. I knew it was up north somewhere. That one, I don't know if that's just to get you interested in the story or if we're going to end up wrapping around to that because that's in 1939 in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. It is. Who is the prelude about? That's, I've been trying to make a connection because they, I guess, what day was that? Hold on. Wait, the August 3rd, 1939, when was the first first chapter about real if there's a date it just says memphis Tennessee, 1939 it doesn't give a date and it doesn't we don't know where grandma judy's from if she's from- the last um line of the prelude is sir might i suggest something he says quietly gravely i know of a woman in memphis so that's the house yeah so whoever lost the baby was referred to the house in memphis for a child they, it doesn't necessarily have to be one of the children to be that child like one of the twins or anything it could be i don't I really, want to say it was one of the twins i feel like it kind of ha- where does the, where did grandma judy come from does it tell us do we know i don't think we know i feel like they've talked about where she she's lived around there you know all of her life because she had that cottage down right. by the beach that's been in her family for generations. Hmm. 
So around that area. It could be the boy because if, I don't know. I don't know. They said that the boy was adopted and the girl died, but they've lied about so many different things that I don't know what's real and what's not. Yeah, I don't, I don't trust it. And the fact that the documents that Avery got her hands on was just about a little boy that had been born makes me wonder if that part wasn't at least true that, you know, the other twin died. You think the other twin died? Maybe. I don't know. where Queenie is. Like, I feel like she would have been the easiest person to find. Unless she died in childbirth. Unless she died in childbirth. But they still know who's a mom. She wasn't doing too good. No, no. And she had twins coming out. Uh Uh-huh. Well, because they said when they were at the first party, they were talking about, or the only party, how the mom died in childbirth and the dad abandoned them. So I guess that could be true in their own twisted way. The dad abandoned them as in tricked into giving up rights. Yeah, that's the way I see it playing out. I don't think he would ever willingly sign away his rights. So I think he, especially, I mean, I know it says that he had, well, they say, no, I think they read, I read somewhere that he had a high school education. She only made it to eighth grade, grade, but he had a high school education. So even though he had that, I still don't think he would have quite understood all the legal stuff that he was having to sign, especially if he was grieving the loss of like a child or his wife. Okay, the prelude. He wouldn't have paid attention. Prelude is not about one of the twins because that's August third. The page for the baby boy was September first, so I think now that could be Trent's grandpa, but I don't think it was one of the twins. Unless it just took them a time, a long time to figure out which one they wanted. It could have take, taken them that long to they were contact Baltimore. the. Yeah, it could have taken them that long to contact the orphanage and be like, hey, this is what we're looking for. And the orphanage, you know, was digging around trying to find stuff. And that's why the twin got adopted so fast. And she was, the mom was fair haired. So it would make sense that they would want a blonde baby. Yep. Very interesting. That's like I said, that's my theory on this. The prelude is about who the person or family that adopts the twin. And then the rest of the kids, like after they found out the baby was born, fair haired, blue eyed and all that, they're like, I'm sure they found out that there were more children. So they're like, okay, we're going to go get the rest of them. At the end of the book, there is a note from the author. I'm not going to read it yet. But I think it'll go over how much the story is based on the truth. Um, And I'm definitely going to want to talk about that for sure next time. Okay, there's another book I'm wanting to read after this one. Is it one of the ones that she listed? It's the one at the very back of the book. It's before and after. Is that in your copy? It's like on the very last page. I do not see a before and after. The last page I have is the acknowledgments. What's your book look like? have a dust jacket on it right now but it's a hardback oh okay i have a paperback Um, and like on the back of the book it's um before and after and it's the true stories of the victims of the notorious adoption scandal wow 
Yes, I definitely want to check that out. She is a co-author on it. Interesting. Hmm. Mine also has like a Q&A, not a Q&A, but just like a bunch of questions for discussion. Love that. And the last one is, will you be passing the book on to someone else or will it remain on your bookshelf? <laughs> um, um, I'm going to be telling people about this book because it's intense and people should read it. I will definitely Google about it. I don't think I would tell anyone to buy it. I think I'd be like, you should get this from your library or... <laughs> I guess it just depends on how much you're into this kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, there's a picture of the family in the book. Oh my gosh. Look how tiny they all are. No, that makes it even sadder. Wow, she's bigger than I thought she was. I don't know. I was picturing like a nine-year-old, I guess. And that is not a nine-year-old. No. Well, they said that she was really young when they had her. She's like 15. She's 15? She's between 13 and 15, I know. I promise I'm paying attention. There's also seven children in that picture, so. Mm, Some things have been, yeah. Adjusted. But, yes, I'm very much looking forward. Oh, there's more. I don't know who that baby boy is. I don't know when he's going to come in the picture, when he's going to come in. Well, the boy is throwing me for a loop a little bit. Yeah. Because we don't actually know if they survived or they didn't. Right. It's making it very unpredictable. However, if my theory about the grandma being Fern is correct, it could be that couple that took up with Fern and the dad was asking about or talking to um, real at the adoption showing or whatever Mm. but that kind of throws me for a loop because the father isn't mentioned in the prelude it's just the grandfather and the girl right I don't know I really don't know there's so many different possibilities that this could be because there's so many siblings there's so many siblings and I can't keep them straight I still don't even know if I have the genders right (laughs) all of them are girls except um Gabby Gabby might be gay. His new name is Robbie. Yeah. That we know. Unless somebody decides to change it again. Right, yeah. See, I thought Lark was a boy until they were giving him the new names. I'm like, okay. Only there's only one boy. Yeah. So I was reading like the note from the author. Mm-hmm. Cause I do that. Um yes. it's like if you ask like how much of the story is true, you know, it's the questions hard to answer but in a quote if you'd like to dig more deeply into the real life history of baby farms orphanages changes in adoption georgia tan and the scandal surrounding the tennessee children's home blah 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 keeps going but the, the just the term baby farms i mean they still do makes that. my skin crawl i know but it makes my skin crawl it's just it's oh. a very accurate term when i was reading this i was like oh this is very promised neverland i hope it doesn't end the same way <laughs> Neverland had a decent ending i don't know the ending it took a long time to get there you know what's really interesting as i'm looking over this note from author very briefly so i don't give myself any real spoilers yeah. the main person behind this was a woman and then, mm-hmm. like, the this time, you know, that's... Which really, you know, 
goes against everything that you think stereotypically because you would think you know it's women who are trying to protect the children and, and this one's exploiting them and blah 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 but and this mm, went from the yeah. 1920s through the 19 oh through 1950 from the 20s through the 350 that is a long time like I definitely feel bad for like the children who have to go through this but could you imagine giving birth to a child and you ask to hold your baby and they just take it from you mm-hmm. and you don't even get to see it I I can can't even I cannot imagine. imagine I mean I can't imagine but I can't imagine how I would feel I mean and then they have you sign this paperwork away to give your baby away and I just I want to I'm I'm ready to find out what do they say how do they can sign papers I don't think they told them what the papers were. I, I don't think, think they it were was just either. like, oh, you have to sign these medical forms for the care of your wife and child and blah, 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 and all these legal documents. I don't think they told them at all what it was. Well, because that one guy who came back for his son and they said he wasn't here anymore. Mm-hmm. He, like, he, was, he thought that he was just putting his kid up so they had somewhere to stay while he got back on his feet. So, I mean, obviously, he definitely didn't realize he was signing away the rights to his child. Mm -hmm. That is so, oh, my God. They have some twisted way of doing all that. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I want to keep reading and figure it out. I do, too. I'm definitely not going to pick this up for a while. Yeah, me either. But (laughs) (laughs) I'll find out out what happens Saturday. (laughs) Horrible at this whole thing. I know we have, like, two weeks to read the next part. but I'm just like, (laughs) procrastination. Yeah, I mean, like, I want to, I want to read, but also at the same time, I dread picking this book up because one, now that I know that it's like a true story and after what all has happened since they've been in this home, super depressing. Mm-hmm. Part of me doesn't want to find out. And the other part of me just remembers how slow it was at the beginning. And I'm like, oh, I have other things I want to read. Yeah. I have library books. I need to freaking finish so I can return them. And I have been really just in the mood for horror and thriller books and this is a thriller but I don't know I want like this isn't like heart-stopping thriller this is just heart-wrenching thriller oh yeah for sure like I said I've already said that I feel like Trent and Avery will end up together because her and her fiance is not going to work out long distance I don't Um, think they'll write a romance between them in this book because it's not the most but I do think they'll mention that that's going I think it'll be like in the last chapter or two that it's mm-hmm. going that way kind of like the wrap-up type deal yeah yeah and the wrap-up yeah I mean I definitely don't want to read about words, any uh, cheating I will be very annoyed because it's not what I'm here for yeah I feel like her fiance is going to break it off I definitely understand but because like I get it they do love each other but I don't think either of them are in love with each other. Mm-mm. I mean, he's been very pushy as far as, you know, her being down there with her family and having to keep up appearances because, you know, just in case yeah. something happens to her dad and she has to take his place. Like he's are in my head, he's already planned that she's going to be staying down there for good. Yeah. And I don't think he would move down there. I don't think he would either. Um, because, I mean, it's said that he's very 
achievement oriented and there's nothing wrong with that yeah. I mean I think Mm-mm. they both know deep down that they're not necessarily neither one of them want to plan the wedding if you don't want to plan your wedding I just don't think yeah yeah um so there's that I think um, her dad's I- death I'm assuming it's going to happen or he's going to take a really bad turn something to happen mm-hmm. to that I think that'll be the turning point of her story yeah yeah I could definitely see that happening I do think Trent senior is the boy that was picked up with the what's name floss children yeah I don't think they ever gave his name and they just named him but now that you meant that you Stevie? mentioned him I do think that wait which one Stevie Stevie yes because we never found out at least that was his new name yeah we never found out what happened to his sister because she got adopted really quickly or something Mm -hmm. both of their new names started with an s i remember that yes i do think there's a very good chance that that's him if it's not him i think there's a kid that's gonna come into focus really soon that will be him but he's definitely in this adoption center they definitely know each other because we haven't they haven't mentioned Stevie much lately. The only other one that I could possibly think it would be, which doesn't seem as likely considering he was so much older, yeah. was the one that wanted Real to be his girlfriend. And then as soon as that happened, they shipped him out. Yeah, I don't think it's him either. It definitely has to be one who's Gabby's age, like super young. Mm-hmm. Because I think they mentioned, or Trent the third mentioned that... His father found out that he was adopted. And after that, he decided to, you know, help others. Right. Yeah. Because of it. So he was young enough not to really realize what was happening. He doesn't remember his family. Mm -hmm. So Stevie would make a lot of sense because he was pretty young. Yeah, that would make sense. I do think that's definitely one of the more likely possibilities. And with it being that young and everything um, and the emotional trauma that he's gone through, there's a big chance that he's kind of in shock and had, as he grew older, just repressed all those memories. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are you most looking forward to? I'm mostly, I'm most looking forward to Camilla. I want to see what happens for her. Um, She's not handling being raped. Obviously that was not going, that would not, she's reacting just like I imagined she would. I'm worried. I think what makes it even worse for her and her reaction so much stronger is because she had kind of trusted yeah. the man a little bit because she was her one of the first ones. That was, yeah, he was one of the first ones that she thought of as a friend or, you know, would be a friend to them and help them because he gave them peppermints. And right off the bat, I'm just like, huh, that's a red flag. But my heart broke when she, when real came back and she found Camilla and she had the peppermints in her hand and they'd been in her hand for so long they had melted they were sticking to her hand I was so sad I was like oh my god mm-hmm. that I'm sure it happened like right after they left because Camilla being the girl she was first chance she got she was going to run and do like run to under the window like her sister told her not to which her sister had already made clear in the previous thing, you had to get by the cellar where he stayed by himself and would take any chance he could 
to get a child alone. We had just lost Gabby. Yep. I don't think they, I mean, Camilla doesn't know yet for sure, but I don't know if Real and the rest of them have realized that he's not coming back. They seem to be very slow on the realizations, which I know the younger ones are really young, Yeah, but she's a teenager and she's being very slow to accept things that are happening, which I know trauma response, yeah. but also, yeah. I don't know. It almost doesn't seem realistic, but I'm sure it is. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, but not, no. It, there's just so many conflicting things because I know they mentioned Queenie was in eighth grade when her she took off with Brining. Yeah. And what's eighth grade, like 13, 14? 13. So about the age that... Real is. Um, yeah. So if her mom was already to the state, she's like, okay, I'm running off with this guy. And now her daughter is the same age going, well, maybe they are going to take us to see our parents at the hospital. I mean, I totally understand that she's wanting to hold out hope. But my main thing is why has no one told her? Like none of the other kids, why have none of them said, they're not coming for you. None of them have said that. I I would have, okay, me, if I had been put in this situation, the way I as a child would have reacted, I would have been very angry. If, mm-hmm. if these new kids came in and they were constantly saying that their dad is going to come get them. I feel like I would have been like, there's no one coming for you. Yeah. And the fact that none yeah. of it, even that one kid who red hair, they said he was Irish or whatever. He, mm-hmm. that was mean. He didn't say anything yeah. to him. I don't know. Parts of it are a little unrealistic, I think. I kind of feel like part of it is they don't want to say anything because if it comes back that they were the ones that told them. Right, they'll get in the closet. into the closet because that place has like really strict and really weird rules about what you can say and what you can do and everything else. Yeah. I'll say that there was a line in here that I read and I was like wow you know the writing style I don't know if I can find it it was recent I did laugh at the line towards the beginning of the book where it was like this guy is still the generation that thinks women go to college for the missus degree oh yeah (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah that is a thing still a thing actually but (sighs) just just listen to this line okay I read this and I was like writing this is writing jonah shakes his head and trent gave me a quizzical look sandy blonde brows twisting together he has a very flexible forehead i read that and i'm like is that a comment that people make about other people's appearances wow they have a very flexible forehead that's just saying that you have like wrinkles on your forehead is that a compliment (laughs) it doesn't sound like a compliment I have the lines when I like squeeze my eyebrows together, but yeah. when I raise my eyes, I don't really have any wrinkles. I mean, if you rubbed my forehead, you could feel slight texture, but yeah, there's but no really lines. Right. Thankfully, we're still young enough that it hasn't happened yet. Thankfully. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I was, I read that and I was confused because I was already in this scene a little bit more. Uh, well, you know, she's making comments about his appearance or whatever. 
I'm like, she's checking this guy out, and the thing she comments on is his forehead. That is so <laughs> weird. Yeah. So wild. Okay. It is implied that the boy is blonde haired. So the sandy blonde hair that Jonah has makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Because when I'm picturing Trent, I wasn't necessarily picturing dark hair. No, I was uh, thinking, you know, surfer dude, beach looking person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what I was for. Tan skin, blonde hair. Yeah, I definitely am enjoying this book and I'm looking forward to talking about it. The uh-huh. ending. I'm yes. nervous for the ending. Very much so. I feel like it will be a good ending, not necessarily yeah. like a happy family reunion ending, but I think, you know, May and Judy will have a re- reunion since Avery's kind of digging around now, unless one, yeah. of, unless one of them dies, which will be terrible what gets me though is um judy's so adamant about things have to be kept secret not even acknowledging anything well she's so i understand this could be a scandal or whatever but at the same time i think revealing an adoption agency that kidnaps children is more important than someone being a senator in my opinion I mean, you're the people who are being affected. Yeah, I can't quite figure out if her hesitancy to talk about anything has to do with, you know, her life of the whole political issue and keeping the family name clean, or if she has basically tried to find all this out and has given up hope and she doesn't want to open that up again. Mm. Yeah, I don't understand her hesitancy that much. I mean, I she's older, so maybe she is doesn't feel like she needs to look into it anymore. And like the author's note said, it went from the 20s to 1950. So maybe it's over mm-hmm. in this book also, and she knows it's over, and she's not worried about yeah. it anymore. And I guess revealing it would just disrupt a lot of people's lives. But mm-hmm. I also feel like they deserve to know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm definitely interested in figuring out more of her motives. For sure. I mean, I I guess if I was in the book, I wouldn't know how I'd feel either. If I found out that if my parents bought me from an adoption agency. Yeah. Because I don't believe that they didn't know. They might not have known the fullest extent, but I feel like. I feel like all the people that adopted kids from this place went in thinking that it was all legit stuff either their parents had died or they legitimately signed their rights over I don't really support private adoption but I don't know what the options were in this time because I don't know much about this time especially adoption wise so I I don't know if there would have been red flags going off or if they were just so desperate they ignored them yeah I feel like I need to do some research after I finish it so just Like I said, I want to get that book that's the true stories of everybody. If you buy it, you have to let me know what you think. Okay. For sure. Also, a quick Google search about, you know, the Tennessee Children's Home or whatever the name of it is would probably give us a lot of information. Oh, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) I I tried so hard to refrain this entire week. I was like, I tried to look for pictures to see if I could find the family, but I could not. And I was, I didn't look very hard because I was afraid I would find spoilers, Mm -hmm. but. Yeah. 
it wasn't the first search like I said I'm gonna say probably for this book's sake none of the names are their actual names mm-hmm. so that would make it even harder to find yeah I don't even know if this situation in particular was real right I mean it could have just been taken from a it could be like a fictional aspect of something that really happened right yeah like there was a series of books I read when I was like in elementary school it was like the sisters in time it was kind of a Christian based history books but it took all these historical events that happened and made up a story about a girl that lived through these times so everything in the book that happened was real but the girl in her life was fake. I appreciate when books do that because I feel like you're not exploiting people. Like, Mm -hmm. imagine someone writing a book like this and you find out that it's your family they're talking about. Yeah. I I appreciate that it is somewhat fiction. I mean. Yeah. So I feel like that's what this story is more or less doing. Mm -hmm. Real events, just fake family. Right. Yeah. I'm glad it's has picked up because I've struggled (laughs) yeah I'm glad it wasn't just me because honestly I felt like it was I was just struggling because people were asking me over and over and over what you reading what's your book about well it's so hard to not message you while we're reading this because I'm trying to wait for us to record but (laughs) I was I was so close to just messaging messaging you and saying this book is so boring (laughs) I was like I don't want to say that and then she disagreed because then we can't talk about it until we record. I, I think that's the hardest part about reading a book together and then recording the podcast. And just like, I'll read something. I'm like, I want to text Michelle about this. I'm like, wait, I can't. Because this is something we can talk about. I know. It makes it so freaking difficult. <laughs> fine. That's fine. We're, we're, we're making it. We're making it's it. fine. <laughs> so that's basically where we're at right now. Next week, we will be coming back to discuss if any of our theories are correct and the conclusion of the book. April 1st, we're going to be discussing The Viscount Who Loved Me by Julia Quinn, which is the second Mm -hmm. Bridgerton book. We are very excited since the new season is coming out on Netflix after we're going to record. We will be watching the trailer and talking about what we hope is going to be in this season. Because there are a lot of like important points and things that happen that aren't really important. But um, I really want the Paul Ball scene to be in there. Oh, if it's not in there, I'm going to be super upset. So we'll be discussing what we hope to see. Luckily, there's a good chance other books are going to be put into the second season like they did with the first season. They kind of mixed it up a little bit. Not a lot. Yeah. But we will be finishing this book, the second part, two Sundays from today. So April 10th. (laughs) If you want to keep track of what we're reading, whenever I get to post, you can look us up on Instagram at two covers, one book. If you have any questions or books to recommend that you want us to read, you can email us at two covers, one book at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.